Hello friends, it's Jim Nance and it's my great pleasure to welcome you to Beyond the Clubhouse, a podcast hosted by my friend Garrett Johnston. He is a testament to one of the great things about this sport, the friendships that come from playing or even just talking about the game. And you're going to meet some of the characters that Garrett has gotten to know from this past decade plus that he's been covering the sport. You're going to hear from players, caddies, members of the media. You're going to get the storytelling, the golf news, the players' swing tips, and a whole lot of laughs. It's coming your way with this edition of Beyond the Clubhouse. Here's Garrett. All right, what's going on, guys? Got Sahith the Gala, a very short, about five-minute interview here. This was at Bay Hill 2022, so this was like, oh, maybe about a month after he had that big run at the Phoenix Open. Everybody fell in love with the guy, such an emotional player. Of course, he cried in his parents' arms there after that, that close call in Phoenix at Scottsdale. But this is a player, obviously, going for it, going for his first win in Napa. He played really well at the Fortinet there in Napa last year, tied for sixth, and it really impressive start there. He actually had a pretty good season overall. I know he finished 31st and had a really good attitude about just missing out on the Tour Championship, but it was a really good run. He had a runner-up finish, a tie for second at the RSM Classic, finished with a 66 that day. Of course, he did get his first win, I should say, as a team, right? QBE shootout with his teammate Tom Hoagie. When they shot, what, 62 in their final round, went 60-60-62. Pretty impressive stuff. But he had a lot of really tight finishes there. T4 at the Farmers Insurance Open over there at Torrey Pines. He had a T6 at Genesis, a really big run, close to where he went to college, close to home. Down there at Riviera, finished with 66 on that Sunday. So there's just a lot of positives, I think, that, that he could take from from that year, from last year, and you see him top 10 in his first Masters, 67 on Sunday, and of course that chip-in shot that he had on 16, just like Tiger was. Everybody fell in love with that on YouTube and in the highlights, but he was qu quietly trending even as he finished out and just missed the playoffs for this past year. Tied 13th at FedEx St. Jude Championship, and he was T15 at the BMW Championship. So really was playing some good golf, just, just barely missed out. He just barely missed out on the playoffs and, and making that run. So anyway, so hit the gala. Seven top 10s on the year. One runner-up, as I mentioned. 24 out of 28 cuts made. So overall, pretty good season. 12 top 25s. But this is a short chat at Bay Hill when we met for the first time just about how can we get better? What are five facets of the game? Whether that's uh, chipping, what are his thoughts on chipping? Really refreshing stuff. He goes into just simplifying it, right? We overthink it. And he says he takes one club around the greens and that's what he it's what he rolls with. It's 58 degree. Like let's not over complicate this whole situation. So we talk about that. We talk about bunker play. He's such a good putter. There's some really good tips with long putts, but also with short putts as well. Bunker play, iron play, a lot of stuff we cover here with Sahith and how we can improve quickly. So this is Sahith the Gala, again, Bay Hill 2022, when I first met him on Beyond the Clubhouse. Carl was saying, so, yeah. so chipping, what's your advice to us weekend golfers? Yeah, uh, I think a lot of people, it sounds cliche, but a lot of people overthink it. Um, they're so worried about so many things like hand placement, head placement, you keep your head down, like <laughs> keep your hands forward, back, whatever it is. Like, but it's, it's different for everyone, right? Like everyone has their own way of finding the back of the ball. And what I do is not necessarily something that I'd like to teach. Like it's not going to work for everyone. Right. Um, but I think the main thing is just finding the best way for you to get the ball for the club to get on the back of the ball. And, um, I think that just comes down to a lot of practice in the short game. I think it's something a lot of people 
kind of neglect. What's a like a typical easy kind of drill for us we can go out and just try them and practice? Yeah, I think uh, one of the main things I do, at least with, I I use the same club pretty much everywhere around the green. Um, and same area. Yeah, and and uh, and a big thing for me is 52 just. Fifty-two or fifty-six. I go uh, I go fifty-eight mostly, sometimes fifty-four, but. I'll just put the make sure uh, where it is in my stance. It's pretty important. Like you never want it in the middle of your stance. Um, if you're gonna hit it high, get it in the front of your stance. If you want to hit it low, get it in the back. Because I think if you get it in the middle of the stance or even in a gray area, like there's too much indecision. You gotta either commit to the high one or the low one. Or there's cer- there's certainly circumstances where you hit a mid-flight one, but I, I find that very rare, especially in tournament play. Yeah. You're trying to hit it soft or trying to get it to run. Carl was saying that your your distance control is great. Getting pin high is really a strength. Yeah. So with yeah. iron play, what can we be better about finding that consistency? Yeah. Um, I think it's to find uh, the, a ball flight that you really like. I think a lot of people are like, oh, I need to work it both ways. But I think sticking to one ball flight is, is really key. And for me, for my whole life, that's been a cut. And recently, I've been it's been mostly a draw. Um, and obviously, I've been hitting the draw a little bit further than my cut. So. Um, it's just trying to hit that same shot and again I feel like it boils down to a lot of practice and reps and luckily doing this as my job I get to do a lot of that but um, I guess uh, I guess one thing is like golf is so much easier playing uphill like if you're ever in between clubs like just hit the just hit the lower one and then don't try and crush it right like just hit the lower one and if you hit it flush it great if you have an uphill putt if you don't you're short of the green it's an easier up and down and then the chipping becomes easier too um, so yeah, I think a lot of people just try and force it, you know, right next to the pin, or they're they're worried about getting exactly pin high. But um, yeah. Speaking of up and down, as you just mentioned, when you're in bunkers, what's the right attitude as we strike that ball and, and, and do the best? Yeah, uh, I think bunkers, at least greenside bunkers, all you do is pick a spot behind the ball and try and enter that enter that point in the sand. It's not necessarily a, a downward dig or anything like that. It's just it's just like hitting a chip shot out of thicker off. You pick a spot call it two inches behind the ball an inch and a half behind the ball and just focus on trying to strike that point and just the nature of the club and how sand works it's going to plop out i think a lot of people try and either dig really hard into it or try and scoop it up which never works right. yeah i can attest um putting longer putts like how are you is there certain drills go to do you feel it out with yeah. your feet walking to it like what are some yes. ways to uh, feel that distance long putts are are how i start pretty much every putting practice session i'll just hit a bunch of 50 60 footers to get the the speed of the greens and then on course I like to I like to look at it in the middle of the putt let's say 50 footer so I go 25 feet and then I go pretty pretty far out to the right and pretty far out to the left and just get a get a, a visual I'm a visual player so get a visual of how the putt looks or get a better feel of it how long is your pre-round practice warm-up it's not very long I'd say average around 50 minutes I get here an hour before and then obviously it takes time to walk around and stuff so around 50 minutes 45 maybe even yeah the last couple quick things um so with shorter putts when you're under pressure five footers you really want to make it in in your round yeah and you're trying to win a tournament kind of thing sure what is the right attitude yeah um just uh trying to hit your line and speed um obviously especially for a lot of people and you have a you know a five footer kind of turning and it's easy to get a little bit nervous and you, you feel the hands and all that but as long as you're sticking to the process and hitting that line um, I think people forget how close the hole is when it's only five feet away. And they're like, oh my God, I gotta start this right edge and hit it perfectly on the line. But the nature of the hole is like, if, you, if you're if you hitting it on that line and 
even if you miss it a little bit, there's still a good chance that the, that puck goes in. So I think people make it seem harder than it actually is. And then the last one is go to either putting or or kind of a on the range gadget like or, or yeah. a drill for you. What's yeah. what's go to? I I really don't use any gadgets, but I love just drawing a chalk line on holes uh, just for alignment purposes because it's so easy as a field player too to or as anyone to get a little bit out of alignment. Um, and that chalk line just kind of reassures that your alignment is proper. Yeah, Garrett Johnson, thanks so much, bro. Yeah, thanks, Garrett. All right, my thanks to Sahit Tagal for jumping on. That was short and sweet, as I said, about five minutes, but some helpful stuff. I, I did like what he said, 58 degree. That's what he goes with for the most part around the greens, and that way you're not... You're keeping it simple, right? You're not overthinking, what are my options? Let me hit it high with my 60. Oh, maybe I'll bump and run it with a pitching wedge. No, like he, he just moves it around and placement in his stance, right? Put it in his back back of his stance if he's trying to hit it low and put it up high if he's trying to hit it high. So interesting uh, to get some thoughts. Very practical. Hope you guys had uh, an enjoyable listen there. Very short, as I said, but I think there was some practical stuff we could get from Sahith Tagala there. Anyway, hope you guys enjoyed it, and we'll catch up soon here on Beyond the Clubhouse.